0: Hey guys, it's Stu, and before we get started today, I just wanted to say that today's episode is really special. In fact, it's got two special people who I hold very near and dear, Ben and Allie Garrett. Allie, of course, is Ben's better half. Um, it's just a great pleasure to know these two in life, and it's in perhaps an even greater pleasure to hear them interact uh, when they're just one-on-one with each other. So without further ado, episode 14, enjoy. Okay. We are recording. bad if
1: we went like two hours. Like, yeah,
0: and nothing. Well, we would have had a good talk. I mean, yeah. So that, that's good. We'd have to do it over again. Alright, welcome to the special edition of the Bright Side Podcast. My name is Ben.
1: My name is Allie.
0: Allie, who are you?
1: I am Ben's wife. That's right. Mother to his child. That's now right. Now born out of the womb.
0: What's and what's his name?
1: Which people for months have been hearing you talk about. That's
0: true. I've been talking about him a lot. This
1: pregnancy journey, and now he's finally here.
0: His name's Abner, as you all already know, and he's here with us, sitting on the table, and you'll probably hear him pant and maybe grunt or maybe fart. That would be maybe a, blow out. That would
1: make it extra special. You might hear a blowout
0: on our on our uh, dining room table, which would be awesome.
1: I kind of hope that happens.
0: Yeah, that would be good content that would for be sure. Funny. So, uh, babe, how have you been? Like, what have you been doing today? I just got home from work, so I haven't seen you all day. Yes. Which is a real shame. It is. But what have you been up to?
1: Um, just keeping this little human fed. Yeah. And alive and happy.
0: How's that been going? I don't know.
1: Gruntiest baby ever.
0: Yeah, he's a grunty. Today's
1: baby. been a pretty good day. I mean, especially considering he was kind of up a lot last night. Yeah. But once we once we got up for the day, it's like actually been pretty good.
0: How much sleep have
1: I don't even like the days go by and I'm like, what did we do today? Sure. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, you're probably. They go by
1: so fast.
0: Like, how much sleep did you get last night?
1: Dude, I don't know.
0: If you had to put a, a number he, on
1: it. I probably got, like, maybe three or four hours. Wow. How many did you get? I got, like, six. <laughs> That's not that much more than me, then.
0: Well, I wake up earlier than you. Yeah. So, that, even though you were awake by the time I left this morning... Uh, but you, yeah. I think you went to sleep after that, though.
1: I just felt like, no.
0: Okay, never no. mind.
1: <laughs> oh, actually, actually, no, 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 yeah, because you left and I was trying to put him down again.
0: Yeah. But
1: no, I did nap for, I probably nap for like 30 minutes.
0: Okay, gotcha. Um, well, anyway, we're here today. Stuart, is, I should explain why Allie's here and not Stuart. Yeah. Uh, Stuart's out of town. He's back in Missouri, as he likes to call it, so annoyingly. And they're visiting family, him and Morgan. Um, they also got to visit Joshua Jenkins' church out there. Shout out to Josh Jenkins. Wait, we're, who is that? You don't know him. Me and him follow each other on Twitter, and oh. we argue about baseball all the time. Ah, he I always tell him baseball? He loves baseball, and I yes. always tell him how much it sucks. Yeah, that's Baseball stupid. sucks, by the way. Um, <laughs> but he's great. So we're Twitter friends, and Stuart got to meet him, which was really cool. That's cool. So, uh, in lieu of me doing a solo episode and making an absolute fool of myself, Allie is bravely joining us today. <laughs> uh, I we poured some whiskey so that she would be a little bit more talkative, and
1: Which I haven't had any
0: of she, it she hasn't had any yet. You want me to hold him?
1: Got two hands on this, babe.
0: Here, you want me to hold him? Yeah. And You can take a few sips. But we're just gonna chit chat today. Uh, we're gonna go through some fun topics. The format's going to be largely the same as if Stuart was here. We're going to talk about some news, um, but also we'll probably talk about, you know, dating stuff, marriage stuff. I also just have a fun little question for Allie that I came up with. Oh, wow. It's like a serious topic, so that's good.
1: It's not head coverings, is
0: it? Yeah, it's not head coverings, All right. although I do want you to... <laughs> Tell me what you think about head coverings.
1: Well, I told you that I don't have enough research done on the topic.
0: But what does your heart tell you?
1: <laughs> the heart is deceiving. <laughs> the heart is
0: deceitful above all things. Good answer.
1: Um Are we like actually gonna talk about head coverings? No, 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 no. Okay. We're not gonna talk about head coverings. Okay.
0: Let's uh how about we do the news first? Okay. And then we'll just kind of shoot the breeze.
1: Last episode you guys did the
0: I know. I know. And that's how we're going to do it normally.
1: Okay, so we're just going to totally... But this time yeah.
0: we're going to flip back just one more time to the old way. And no one will probably notice because we only have like two listeners. So right. we'll survive. Um, okay, I have the ridiculous news, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, this comes from... I bet you can guess. Where does it come from? Not Not the the NotTheBee.com always and the headline is this quote actively not wanting to be fat is fat phobia end quote says this insane person this is a tiktok video and i'm just gonna play it okay you can hear the audio but okay i was gonna say i want to watch it let me turn it up i'm not fat phobic i just don't want to be fat that's not how it works no seriously i have no problem with fat people i think they're beautiful i'm all for body positivity or whatever i just don't want to be fat actively not wanting to be fat is fat phobia and therefore you're fat phobic and so what am i supposed to want to be fat literally nobody is saying that there is little to no evidence that we have any control over our size long term so we might as well just stop wanting size changes in general so what am i supposed to do then read up on fat liberation follow fat activists and creators and Commit to unlearning your fat phobia. But okay, so that's it. Is
1: is he serious? The guy in the pink.
0: So I thought. It, well, it's the same guy. No, I know. Oh, but um, I think he's serious.
1: It's he sounds like he's serious.
0: He sounds. Also, but it sounds fact, so serious that it might be a joke. Yeah. He might be trolling. But f- it's, like,
1: I know it's like he's talking. <laughs> He's talking like a person who is trying to, like, influence you.
0: He even gave that, that, you're phobic. Yeah. And I'm making the face where you, like, squint as if, like, you don't want to tell a person the truth, but you kind of have to.
1: Like, um.
0: And it's the most annoying face in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he did. So I what like, are your, what's your reaction?
1: Um, well, I liked how fat liberation was capitalized. I
0: liked how fat liberation was a thing. Yeah, I've never all. heard
1: of it, but also it's capitalized, so apparently it's like even more of a thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, honestly, if your church doesn't address fat phobia from the pulpit, like, is it even a Christian church? Right. Is my question. Um, so he said, <laughs> he said, what did he say? What am I supposed to want to be fat? And, and then, then no one's saying no that. No
1: one's saying that. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, they are. Right. Also, Do you think that there is uh, evidence to suggest that we have control over our body sizes long term?
1: Do I think so?
0: Yeah, do you think so? Like, do you think that there's been enough people throughout history that have lived lives to where we now know for sure whether or not the average person has control over their body weight over their lifetime?
1: I mean, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Because... You have control over what you eat and how you exercise.
0: And it's that simple, people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, like, so confused by that question because I feel like it shouldn't even be a question. Well, that's what he said. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, how can anyone believe that? I also saw this thing that said it was a it was a lady and she was, how should I put this delicately, fat. Okay. And, <laughs> and um... And she was saying that if you aren't attracted to fat people, you're, like, a bigot. And you're basically... It's, like, on par with racism.
1: Wow. I mean...
0: It's just lazy.
1: There's something for everything now.
0: (laughs) Like, what... All right, what am I bad at?
1: If you... It's, like, if you have... That that TikTok reminds me of that... I think I've showed you that power of self-care. Oh, yeah. Instagram account.
0: It's, like, that parody.
1: Yeah, it's so... But it's, like... That like, it literally, I should just pull up and we can read some of these things because it just defines, it like defines our culture.
0: Okay, while you're doing that, I want you, because you're my wife, so you know the answer to this. What is something that I'm not very good at? Just like, what's something that, it's just not my strength, you know?
1: Multitasking. Okay,
0: multitasking. If, if, uh, If you multitask around me, then you're you're offending me. Right. Cause I can't do it. Right. If you lose weight, you're offending me because right. I can't do it. Yeah. Just because I'm lazy.
1: Well there's like who is that Who's that singer? Oh crap? Britney Spears. No. Michael Jackson. No, she's like newer Jordan Sparks. Everyone loves her. Ari Grande. She is a is she big? Yeah, she's a oh, bigger... yes. She's a bigger black woman, yeah. which I feel like people are going to be like, oh, you can't say black woman to define someone, but sorry, that's just what she is, so...
0: Not our listeners. Yeah. The eight listeners that we have are super conservative. Well... So... And then there's my mom. Do you mom.
1: know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, what? no, I do, but I don't know her name. Oh, crap. It's like... It's like cereal or something, right? Like, it sounds like a cereal...
1: Hmm. Well, anyway, recently, she's she's very big on this, like, mm-hmm. I love my body kind of thing, and I'm she's just straight up obese, you right, know. Right. And so she posts a lot of like basically naked oh. pictures of herself, yeah, and it gets reposted by all of these like news accounts because they're like.
0: Look how brave. Look at
1: her. Yeah, she's awesome, you know? And, like, I think that, obviously.
0: (laughs) He's making a lot of noise.
1: (laughs) Obviously, when. How am I trying to,
0: like, say what I'm thinking? If you have a medical condition
1: there's a there's a line between i guess i mean from a christian perspective there's like yes we should not like hate our or our bodies we should we should see we should know that that our you know worth is not like dependent on that right yeah, yeah. but that there's a line between that and not, and just like not
0: yeah like taking care of caring yourself, about yourself is not idolatrous yeah <laughs> you know but
1: it's like now that's like being celebrated yeah you know
0: and the truth is um scripture gives us a standard of beauty yeah you know and it doesn't hide from the fact that someone who's morbidly obese is like less attractive than someone who's not See if he wants to fall asleep. Um. You tired? Yeah, Here he goes. Oh, y'all hear that? The cutest little yelp ever. But um, it also speaks really plainly about how taking care of your body is really important. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Paul literally says. <laughs> it's like a laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like a whiny, like a laugh. I don't
0: even. Know. Paul literally says that physical training is of some value.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and a lot of people miss that. They think, oh, because then he says, but it's worth nothing if you, if spiritually you're not there. You know. Right. Yeah. Like essentially, that's what he's saying. Right. And a lot of people gla- gloss over that, and they're like, oh, yes, spiritual, right. spiritualism. Yeah. No, that's not that that like yes if your spiritual relationship with Christ and if your spiritual obedience to Christ is suffering, then who cares how good you look in the mirror, right? Yeah. But Paul literally said that it's of some value. (laughs) Um, And Christians aren't Gnostics. So we care very much about the physical body. We're going to be resurrected in our physical bodies. And so if, uh, if we don't take care of it, what does that say about how we see like, God's creation in us as image bearers, you know? You know? Yeah. Did you hear anything that I just said? Yes,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's sitting in his little swing, you guys. And the wedding song is playing for some reason.
1: Well, and he just immediately goes...
0: Yeah. And like, just eyes chills wide, out mouth. mouth. You're gonna
1: fall asleep? Anyway.
0: <laughs> um... Yeah, if if you're a Christian and you are, like, morbidly obese, then there's some self-governance issues there, I'm just going to say.
1: Oh, here's relating to this on this Power of Self Care account. Choose not to exercise, diet, or move because you value your health. (laughs) There was... and Yeah, it's just so good because it's all about, like just blasting the whole culture of self-care.
0: So we were both raised in the South, right? Yes. However, you you were not raised in a Southern Baptist Church. You were in more of a non-denominational big more of like a Pentecostal. Lots of people. Church. Um, yeah, super mega. I was raised southern baptist and so as you might expect i had a lot of very overweight preachers in my day because <laughs> uh, that's just typical the stereotype is true and it's so hard to take preachers seriously when they're fat and yeah. they're talking about gluttony yeah. or drunkenness or self control any of those things i'm like right. you you fail all those right you get drunk on food you're gluttonous and you have no self-control with food yeah or exercise you know um Anyway. Why don't we just move on?
1: There yeah, I I there is something about
0: And Actually, yeah, let's not move on. I feel I like this thoughts. could be I feel like <laughs>
1: this could be like borderline really offensive to some people cuz I'm not trying We're not trying to say like you have to be really fit. No, not to at all. To be a Christian. Not at all. Or like to be a good Christian, but
0: Not even close. Um but you do have to care yeah, about your health. Yeah. Um, and it used to be that that was obvious. That's just very obvious. But now it's not. And part of it is bad eschatology. Uh, you get a lot of nominal Christians in America who think that when you die, you go and you become like a spirit angel in heaven. Um, and like that's it and while it's true that when we die we are our spirit is with the lord but on the final day of judgment we are resurrected in body physical bodies and so bodies matter like physical bodies do matter also god gave it to you so you squandering it says something about how you see god's creation yeah in general
1: just like being a good steward of what you've been given
0: yeah just basic stewardessness or st- Or stewardness, if you're a man.
1: Well, and I mean, too, if you're thinking about, like, your family and valuing your time with your kids, your grandkids.
0: Yeah. Even your own wife.
1: You should take care of yourself.
0: Like, if you were...
1: Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. But I just mean as far as, like, legacy and, like, Mm -hmm. I mean... Wanting to be around, but even for more all the things,
0: even more immediately in marriage. Why would you not want your wife to be attracted to you, and vice versa? Why would you not want your husband to be attracted to you? Because when you just insist on not taking care of yourself, that's what it says. That I, I actually I don't care what my what my wife or what my husband thinks of me. I mean, we're married, right? So we're locked in. Um, and I, like, I bet you wouldn't feel that way if if they if your spouse let themselves go. <laughs> You yeah. probably start thinking, oh, they should take better care of themselves, because.
1: Well, and like you're saying with the pastors thing too, is like, do you, it makes you question like, do you, do you have the ability to like talk to me about self-control? Because yeah.
0: It appears you're as though not, you have none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this this also goes back to our culture today wants to undo. Basic common sense standards of beauty. So uh, they want to replace the Roman Cathedral, you know, this beautiful edifice, with the LDS temple. It's a much more modern...
1: Is that happening? I haven't heard about that. Well, Is that a thing?
0: No, but I mean, look around. Oh, uh, All the LDS temples are like oh, these super oh, modern... Oh, I thought you like, were
1: saying something was like happening. No, currently. no, no. But oh, it's okay. like these
0: clean white... It looks like a beach house, mm-hmm. you know, that some 2021 architect designed. And it's not, it's not just LDS. It's like, it's just that modern architecture. Mm-hmm. And you're looking to subdue that old craftsmanship that just was better is better you know and i'm not i'm not really talking about um like furniture or something here i'm talking purely architecture the old architecture is better i would i would much rather worship the lord in a roman cathedral than in a shopping center that's been converted to a church <laughs> yeah. and has a starbucks in it's
1: it. like a warehouse that's all there's like a, a garage
0: yeah, yeah there's reclaimed wood everywhere no thanks yeah. I would rather have lacquer so shiny I can see my reflection. <laughs> in it. If it means, if it means having stained glass windows and yeah. an actual pulpit and all that stuff, you know. But we're we're looking to just dump that. And Christians, the reason that we're not staying ahead of the the ball here is because we've let it happen. Because we have this weird idea that the physical doesn't matter. We've fallen into that Gnostic trap that the early church was plagued with, thinking that oh well. It's all that matters is heaven. All that matters is the spiritual. That's not true. That's not in the Bible at all. Hmm. The Bible says that there'll be a new earth. So it's obviously not just heaven that matters. Earth matters too.
1: Well, there's that, but then there's also a lot of churches out there that are super focused on like the physical stuff, such as... Right, right, right.
0: Like the flashiness. The
1: fashion yeah. that you have the pastor in the deep V-neck and tight skinny jeans, which I'm sorry, just don't wear jeans
0: that tight. It's super gay. Just, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, see, that's not adhering to biblical standards of beauty. Yeah. That's trying to keep up with the culture. Yeah. And who makes the worst contemporary copycat culture? Christians do. It is so dumb looking. Like when we were in college, you know what I'm talking about? You had like the Wesley people that wore shirts and the the collar was like so big.
1: Yeah, like deep V. Looks like someone had stretched it out, but that's how it was made.
0: Yeah, the shirts like down to their knees. They look ridiculous. And it's because they're trying to like stay trendy, but in doing so, they just look dumb to everyone else. Yeah conservative christians and and uh, pagans alike they just look stupid and they wear like the the flat bill hat on the very itself. like set on top of their head yeah so that if the slightest breeze were to blow it would fly off you
1: could point out like <laughs> oh they're uh i don't even know what you would title them but you would you know like they're like uh a... well
0: we used to call them wesley people in well, college yeah but Wesley was a ministry at the University of Georgia. Still is. And uh, if you're listening and you're at school... Yeah, you're just
1: straight up calling them out.
0: Well, don't go. Uh, Don't go to Wesley. Don't go to Freshly. If you go to the (laughs) University of Georgia, stay away from that place. And instead, go to church.
1: Yeah, what? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, they're a college college ministry, which...
0: They're they're not good. Just avoid it. Yeah. (laughs) But... um, Anyway, yeah, I, this fat phobia thing is really, me, is really making me think of how basic human reason and common sense that God has given us dictates that there are standards of beauty for human beings. Clear standards of beauty. Some people look better than others, and it's because physicality matters, uh, and that's like how God made us. So... This progressive movement to, like, circumvent that and try to get us to unlearn all of these things that we've learned about what actual beauty is, is going to be really damaging to a lot of people. You're going to have, you know, teenage boys and girls growing up thinking, oh, well, I can just be fat. And it doesn't matter uh, because people can't think bad of me if I'm fat. And they're just gonna be unhealthy. And you shouldn't think bad of someone if they're fat, that's not what I'm saying. But you should take no excuse to let yourself go. And then if you're married, that's still no excuse. Like, you've gotta make yourself attractive for your spouse. It's not up to them, you know what I mean?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah.
0: You got any final thoughts? I
1: had a thought and it just
0: like,
1: mm. let me let me just.
0: Guys, this is what I have to live with, all the time.
1: The thing is,
0: she's always about to say something.
1: Ben will admit that since <laughs> our baby has been born,
0: I've been forgetting. A his
1: lot. brain has also been yeah, a I mean, little foggy.
0: Yeah, it's been bad. It's been bad. So, all right, do you have some good news for us? What or was s- I gonna say? Oh, you, all right, we'll try and think of it. I'm gonna um, turn the AC down a little bit.
1: Oh, okay. What were you what were you just saying? Oh, standards of beauty Oh, yeah. um, yeah, or like, well, my thought was too, like I've been thinking about this because I browse and look at baby clothes, mm-hmm. you know, and there's stuff that's in like the baby boy section that I'm like it looks a little feminine. Oh yeah. And so... A lot of it. Yeah, it's like... It's like... It's like it could be unisex, I guess. It's stripes or whatever. But it'll have, like... These, like, pink... Like, pink or coral stripes, like, mixed in. So it can be gender neutral. And I'm like, no. No, thanks. Like, he's gonna dress like a boy. Yeah. And... So I guess, like... I mean, that too. Like, I think... Yeah, I don't know. Kid kids are growing up with just such mixed standards and not these clear like
0: Yeah. I I in saying stuff like that, like saying that my son is going to dress like a boy, period, is very offensive these days. Mm-hmm. Like I would get people mad at me for mm-hmm. saying something so basic. Not
1: letting your boy choose Look to play like with girl. dolls.
0: Exactly. Like that gets people riled up. Yeah. Because you're shouldn't. supposed
1: to let a three-year-old <laughs> choose for themselves
0: no, that's what not gender they want to Yeah, like for that's for not it. being a parent. A parent teaches the kid what is appropriate to play with right. and what is not.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: letting them do it themselves is like the dumbest thing in the world.
1: It's so dumb to me because, okay, so I, my background, or my bachelor's, What was was my bachelor's? Family science. Family science, Science, like child development, all of those kinds of classes. So it doesn't make sense. Like you have these people coming out who a lot of them have, they're educated, some of them in the medical field, and they're like, oh, yeah, let's let little kids pick what sex they want to be. Yeah. When it's like if you went back to your basic... Like science textbook, yeah. And like read anything about brain development,
0: you'd realize you how would bad know that is.
1: That you can't even like complexly think about those things until you're in your twenties. Yeah. Like your brain doesn't do that at such a young age, and that that like that makes me mad.
0: Yeah, I was. When I see uh,
1: that. I'm like. They're just literally not able. Yeah. And yeah, parents are failing them miserably. Yeah. Because they're just like, oh, let them do whatever.
0: Yeah. Those are just bad parents. Really bad parents. Um, kids should not be allowed to do whatever. No. <laughs> and that that shouldn't be that shouldn't be controversial.
1: Well, and I'm I mean even with him I'm like I have to teach him how to sleep and eat and yeah. stay awake and look around at things you know like. Humans don't just come out knowing how to function for the rest of their lives. Right. Without any kind of direction or rules yeah. or structure. And neither
0: do we. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm 26. Yeah, I said humans. And, well, you you said they don't come out. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Like, they never, we never get to the right, point where yeah. we can do that. We're never autonomous. Um, there's, yeah, there's, autonomy is a huge myth, and it's actually something that you don't even want to believe in because it sucks for you but you can say all that and if you were to put it on facebook or instagram you'd get plenty of messages from people saying like oh that's so that's so bad that's yeah. so dumb but it's getting to the point where if i were to put on facebook that uh that being fat is unhealthy it would get yeah, backlash yeah, it would
1: get, yeah
0: and that just shows how a fragile the the human mind is these days, how coddled it's been. And B, how unable it is to just use basic common sense. Yeah. That shouldn't be controversial. And it's not hateful to say that. It's just...
1: Well, we've, like, thrown common sense out the window in order to accept everyone. Yeah. And but also not accept everyone. Oh, you don't accept everyone. Because if you everyone. don't... But you know, it's yeah. like, oh, we should, you know, we should accept any kind of gender that anybody makes up or yeah. any, whatever, literally anything you could think of on the progressive side. But then it's like, oh, I don't want to wear a mask or get vaccinated. Oh, well, and you're
0: just, you're a terrorist. Right. do that. Yeah. And you're a white supremacist for sure.
1: It's just so bad. Even though a lot
0: of black people don't get the vaccine and haven't been.
1: Which I feel like <laughs> that TikTok like just points like that's the bigger picture of that whatever whole fat liberation thing is like the bigger the bigger thing is how just screwed up everyone's
0: how desperate we all need christ yeah because we're very depraved yeah (laughs) um anyway do you have a fun news story I to do. talk about? Okay, I'm, I'm excited. So
1: I have two.
0: Okay, well that's already against the rules.
1: One of them would be just a short <laughs> mention because there's really nothing to say about it except that it's just so stupid. Okay, cool. But okay, this other one I actually saw pop up. Well, I saw a picture of it pop up and I had no clue what it is and then I found the news story for it. Okay, okay. Ma- you might have seen this too. Massachusetts lobster diver no no i haven't seen it survives being swallowed by whale i did see this he says i was completely inside dude the whale it was completely black he said
0: that is nuts
1: yeah so like i read it and i'm like eh how do we know i mean also how big was this whale it doesn't say
0: wasn't it a whale shark So that's like the biggest fish in the ocean.
1: Like, how big are they? Can their mouths fit a human, Easily.
0: Easily fit a full-grown man with a scuba tank.
1: Are those the ones that eat, like I'm thinking of Finding Nemo, they eat the little tiny things? Well,
0: so all... They don't have teeth? Well, most whales are that way. Oh. But the whale shark... They're the
1: really big ones. Is just the biggest one. It's like...
0: Bigger than a blue whale, bigger than a humpback. This thing is huge.
1: I and mean, it's not like I have a reference for every It's like the of si- whale. it's like
0: the size of a school bus. It's like the length of a school oh, bus.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Not not the girth, not the same girth, but Yeah,
1: so it doesn't really like talk about what happ- happened like leading up <laughs> yeah. to him getting apparently sw- swallowed by this whale. But Oh, it was a humpback whale.
0: Oh, it was a humpback? Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't a whale shark. Still huge. Okay. Still huge.
1: So, I guess... Oh, well, he's a lobster diver, so whatever. It says he was 45 feet in the water. Um, He thought it was a shark, but didn't feel any teeth. And so... He said, I felt this huge shove, and the next thing I knew, it was completely black.
0: Dude. I could sense
1: I was moving, and I could feel the whale squeezing with the muscles in his mouth.
0: I would be so scared.
1: So he said that he started, he's like, obviously like, okay, I'm dead. You know, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the end. <laughs> um, also, I guess this is his last name, Packard. Nice. I'm like, The Office, of course, you know, made me think of... Isn't that guy's name Packard?
0: It's just Packer. Pack, Oh, okay.
1: Whatever, regardless, made me think of it, and that guy's an idiot on the show, so...
0: <laughs> I so, just... is this guy stupid to you? So, that was funny. I thought it was... I mean... That's pretty funny. Like...
1: I mean, how are you, like... How do you just get...
0: I think the is dumb.
1: Swallowed by, by a whale, though. I think,
0: I think the whale's the dumb one. Like, how... Why would the whale think that it... This guy's food.
1: Maybe he was just like opening his mouth for some krill and the guy got like sucked in. Yeah, he began shaking the whale's head and then he surfaced and ejected him. Wow. It's like kind of like real life Jonah and the whale, you know?
0: Dude, literally he came up and spit (laughs) it (laughs) out. Yeah. But, uh, babe, Jonah was a fish. It doesn't say whale. So.
1: He. Didn't have any broken bones. That's amazing. Just some bruises.
0: Wow. Dude, yeah. imagine like, you know, you got a shiner, right? You go to the bar in Massachusetts, the Fisherman's Bar. Yeah. Everyone's super hardcore. Yeah. And they're all mean. Yeah. You walk up to the bar and you say, just give me the bottle.
1: Mm. I've
0: always wanted to say that. at don't a, at a, like a really hardcore bar. Mm. Definitely not drink it, but just to say that. Sure. Just for the respect.
1: And then go like split it with like 15 people. Yeah,
0: go be, go back and be like, shut. No, <laughs> okay. Um, and then he's like, the bartender says, uh, how'd you get your black eye? I'm trying to do a, I was trying to do like a Southie accent, but I don't know how. Oh, yeah. But how'd you yeah. get your black eye? And you're like, I got swallowed by a whale. <laughs> and at first they laugh, obviously. Oh, Yeah. But then you're so serious that they can see the truth in your eyes, and they just give you the bottle for free. That, that would for sure happen. Yeah. Top shelf whiskey. It's yours. That's worth, in my opinion, that's worth getting swallowed by a whale. I would get swallowed by a whale voluntarily if uh. it meant getting a free bottle of, like, nice whiskey.
1: I mean, with the guarantee that you would get spit back out safely.
0: Maybe even like a 70-30 chance.
1: Like maybe you come out...
0: With a broken bone. ...missing a leg. Or even, yeah, be fine. amputee. I mean... I
1: mean, you're already down a couple fingers. Uh, so yeah.
0: No big deal. How worse could it get?
1: You know life can go on.
0: Yeah. I am disabled. <laughs> oh my God. And so I know how hard it can be. That
1: is just such a bad... Such a bad joke.
0: Don't be ableist, Okay. <laughs> um okay yeah. so is that the is that the one what's the other one
1: man they were like maybe i'll just save these maybe i'll send these to you for
0: oh for, next for the actual epi can use them all right cool what
1: Concrete, do you mean Concrete. the actual epi
0: like the ones that Stuart and i did.
1: oh yeah yeah you can use these. I'm not gonna i didn't know This what... isn't like a fake episode yeah i was like where do you <laughs> Are you just not gonna air this one? You
0: just maybe I won't.
1: We're lying to me and doing me a favor. Okay, kids, get out of our yard.
0: Our neighbors our always neighbors, play in our yard, even though we've asked them not to.
1: Their kids know no boundaries. Their yeah. kids have no boundaries. They just get yelled at.
0: That's true. Um. Well, cool. What should we talk about?
1: Well, you had a question.
0: That's true. I did. What was it like for you? Oh. Uh, going from like a working wife mm. to now you're a stay-at-home wife and then now a stay-at-home mom and embracing that biblical role of womanhood by being a homemaker. What was that like?
1: Uh, it's been nothing short of spectacular.
0: Really? Well, that's good.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, as you know, initially it was hard. Yeah. So when we first started talking about it, it, I mean, I wanted to, it wasn't hard because I like wanted to be working. Yeah. Um,
0: which I was very thankful for.
1: Yeah. It was, it was hard because I just, yeah, because I knew I wouldn't be contributing monetarily. Well, and we were taking on debt. Yeah,
0: we were taking by by doing it. By
1: me not working anymore. Yeah. So that was just hard. And then, well, I guess I would say, I mean, yeah, like there was some identity like this. I mean, obviously this wasn't right. But initially there was like feeling like I was losing a part of my identity, you know, because I had gotten my master's. I had this in my mind like pretty they're like going around the car and stuff i kind of want to yell her.
0: i'll go get i'll go talk to him
1: pretty like i mean what's the word it was you know i was like had a legit job
0: yeah like, i mean in, i don't know how, how to in the world
1: I don't want to say, like, prestigious. It wasn't, like... It's not like I was a lawyer or something. Yeah. But, like... Well, you like, had a prestigious a doctor. job. doctor, but... I
0: mean, a master of science. Yeah. You were a therapist. So, so there
1: was... Yeah. Initially, that, like, worry of loss of identity, which, you know, was dumb, but...
0: Just... What, what do you mean by that? Identity being, like, well, what well, am I if I'm not this?
1: Just having... That like sense of pride, sure in having gotten my master's and then having like a, you know, international board certification type, yeah of job that was like attached to me. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, I would say like something to be like prideful in and sort of like boast about, yeah. I guess, you know, and be like, like yeah this is what i do whatever you know um
0: well it doesn't help that the that not only the unbelieving world but also unfortunately a lot of the church now will yell at you until they're purple in the face that that is like not the thing to do that you shouldn't you shouldn't obey what the bible says about being a woman right because you're a powerful lady right and you should serve your boss instead of your husband
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's it's looked at as like a lesser yeah. duty.
0: Yeah, which is so um, dumb.
1: And you think of women not working and staying at home as less smart yeah. and less capable. You know, there's like that, I guess, kind of like... 1950s idea. Yeah, that you see when when you say homemaker, like that's kind of what you think—a yeah. ditzy woman who
0: just you doesn't know. really know anything. Yeah. When really the homemaker that Scripture calls for is like the Puritan woman. Yeah. Who farms, and, and it's
1: and not like I'm sitting here like graphing and stuff, no. like I was, and like doing science every day, like I was in my job, but. Um. I mean, I'm way more proud of being at home than than I was. Yeah, working.
0: You've you also know? done. You've become more self reliant since you've been home. You've become more um wise in the sense that Proverbs talk talks about wisdom. It's the word for skill. It's the Hebrew word for skill, and you've become much more skilled at like surviving, you know, mm-hmm. like sewing things, gardening, cooking, all like making bread, all these things. Um, you've researched so much about childbirth, uh, about like raising chickens. You know, like the list goes on. So you've become much more skilled.
1: I thought you were going to say childbirth and then raising children.
0: Oh no, no but no, no. then
1: you said chickens, chickens.
0: <laughs> but also raising children. Right. I mean, yeah, you've read a lot about it. Um, and so I think that that's really valuable. Like the, the women in my, who I know personally that are the most, like that are the most knowledgeable, the most intellectual, um, are the ones that are homemakers. Like the women that I know who are like really gung ho career people, Mm -hmm. they don't have a lot of like wisdom. Um, and they don't have a lot of intellectual capability apart from their little sphere. Mm. It doesn't extend beyond that at all. And if you were to plant them in a garden, they wouldn't know what to do. Like they don't know how to sustain themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to plant them like in a kitchen, they wouldn't know what to do. And that's like not glorious Yeah. I'm just gonna say. Well, and I
1: think the career woman you know relies on whether they have a family or not you're you're relying on much more outside of them you know yeah. like getting fast food a lot or All the time. Yeah. you know versus being able to like put more energy into yeah like how can i make the home sustainable and productive productive yeah um, I mean, I didn't do a ton gardening this year. But we have, granted it was my first year, and we were having a baby. But yeah. but we have like I mean carrots, lettuce, some spinach. Basic stuff, you, know? you know
0: onions. Yeah. There's like good things out there. Um, what was another thing, man, that I just thought of? Oh yeah, like think of all the roles that you have to fulfill as a as like a dedicated homemaker you have to be a chef you have to be a teacher if you have kids um, you have to be a nurse you have to you have you have to have basic nutritional understanding uh, you have to be really good theologically because your kids are going to ask you questions mm-hmm. you know like you have to know so many more things right and you're not just abdicating that responsibility and saying here daycare right because my career matters so much. But think of what you're doing. You're choosing to serve some company that doesn't care at all about you instead of serving your family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're choosing to make coffee for your boss instead of making coffee for your husband. And I'm sorry, like, the the former is way worse than the latter. Yeah. Like, I don't know why someone would choose to do that when God has given them this beautifully high calling to make the home a beautiful, flourishing place of joy and productivity, you know?
1: Yeah. And, yeah, all of that has definitely been put way more into perspective since having him, Yeah. too. And, I mean, when we made the decision to go from work to home, or that I would go from work to home, I definitely never expected, like, any of, you know, this to, like, be, like, what I would focus on or whatever. Or yeah. things that I would, like, need to learn. But, yeah, that all of those things become much more urgent. Yeah. Um, in a good way, not, like, stressful. But just, like, your values change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. So it's been good? It's yeah. been positive for you? It's this. I already knew. But yeah. I wanted the listeners to hear.
1: No, it's <laughs> yeah, I speak very highly of moving to to the home. Yeah. And I mean I think it'll be cool eventually once maybe kids are a little older to like look at ways to do you know like more profitable things oh yeah sure when you know i think when you're just starting out having little kids like it's such an important time to not have things that are pulling you away at all i mean and if you can do it all at the same time great right for me at least right now being such such a new parent
0: yeah it's hard
1: uh yeah no like I need to just focus on
0: because <laughs> he's way more important yeah than, than bringing home some like minor profit or something yeah but also you know like a lot of times people will hear women talking about being in the home and um and they think that it's just so unproductive but that's just not the case I mean you see in Proverbs thirty one the charge is like that that woman that is the standard is making a very productive household yeah her work is in the home primarily and if that is neglected then there's something wrong but she's making a lot of productivity right and uh, is even like doing things for the community you know and um really contributing to the home in ways that aren't just like uh like care but also even financially and um
1: yeah, and it's, it's not awesome. just about, like, oh, having dinner on the table by the time husband comes home. Yeah, no. And feeding everyone, you know, like, it's about... I think if you if you value, like, we talk about this all the time, the culture that you want to create yeah. in your home, then it's going to become really important what you do. Yeah. And, like, y- you're going to be excited about all the prospects of things that you could do at home you know and suddenly some folded laundry has much more meaning yeah and a swept floor has much more meaning you know
0: it becomes glorious yeah instead of just something that would be nice the
1: mundane like thing to check off the list you know um
0: yeah, because you want your you want your sons to be raised seeing their mother as like if they could find a woman like their mother, that would be like great, you know that would be amazing. Um, so you want to set the example of womanhood for your boys, and then for your girls, you want you want to be able to pick out like you know the best looking young man in church, and be proud and confident to like send your girl over to him to introduce herself because she's learned these skills and she's had this example of what yeah. like confident biblical femininity looks like mm-hmm. that is so devoted to like seeking a husband and loving the husband and loving the kids and um, really like dedicating herself to their well-being that um that yeah if you if you don't actively seek to create that culture in your home then you can't you definitely can't expect that for your kids Mm -hmm. uh and be fair like you can expect it just by god's grace but why would you not also contribute to it yourself
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it's good stuff yeah so so every uh so women go home
0: (laughs) in the words of john MacArthur, go home (laughs) (laughs) um let's see
1: husbands let your wives go home and do the work
0: yeah husbands step up yeah you know provide for your families
1: yeah
0: let your wife be at home making a beautiful place and you go go do your work
1: i think it really is like beautiful obviously that can be a really stressful thing yeah. To initially think about like losing half of your income. And
0: not everyone can do it right away. Sure. Like Yeah. Let's let's make sure we recognize yeah. that we are blessed to be able to do this.
1: Yeah. Um
0: But it's also doable. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Lots um. of things can be rearranged. You yeah. can downsize. You can stop eating out like Lots of little things, I guess, financially for that stress to, like, you know, diminish. There's a lot of things that can be done. But it's really, like, beautiful when husbands and wives, men and women, whatever, even if you are single as well, Mm -hmm. stepping into the roles and the duties that have been outlined in scripture for you. Like, it just... This is, like, so cheesy to say, whatever. But, like, life becomes much more of, like, a dance that's been well choreographed. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I... I mean, there's so many questions that have just been answered i guess by me coming home simply just because we're not we're not both out at work all day yeah and our roles are just very much more clearly defined yeah and that makes for a lot of peace yeah um a lot less stress less conflict things are just like understood right you know and i feel like as a wife like I can, it's just, it's like easier to trust you and all the things mm-hmm. because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And right. it's like just really, really cool Yeah. how, you know, we were designed this way. And when you give in to that, it's like really awesome.
0: Yeah. There's also this, this myth that, if you have two incomes, you get to. Well, obviously, you, you do have you have more money. Like that's just a fact. But you also will spend more money, and you're thinking that, oh well, it's really great to go on trips together. It's really great to yeah do all these crazy experiences or buy these things or whatever. And um, and what's way more fulfilling with your money, it, what I found, I would much less rather go on some extravagant trip. And be like, ah, my hard work earned this trip. Instead, I would rather go to work every day and come home to however humble or extravagant of a home-cooked meal it is, and say, because of the work I did, and because my wife is so diligent, we have this meal, and well, and obviously, like God has provided it. But you're seeing immediately the fruits of your labor in everyday things. And so you take more ownership of it, but you take much more delight in it. Yeah. Where I'm like, man, a home-cooked meal is special because if I don't work, then we don't get it, you know? Yeah. And uh, and if Allie doesn't do her part, then we don't get it. And we have to settle for some, like, Chipotle or something. And that's, like, it sucks and I hate it, (laughs) you know? Compared to some homemade tacos or... It gives
1: you diarrhea.
0: It does man if you get that hot sauce that home-cooked
1: meal doesn't give you diarrhea No, it
0: doesn't <laughs> that red chipotle salsa
1: it's fiery
0: dude it messes you up
1: <laughs> that's I'm why saying. i don't it
0: ever it messes you up but well that's that's great yeah it's good stuff yeah what would be you know uh let's say you're a young woman and you're in college and which is there's nothing wrong with that i just want to make i don't want to be too offensive sure it's fine if you're in college but and she's wrestling with um like the world's telling her to go to work outside but because it's in our nature because god has made her she feels that draw to like stay home or maybe she doesn't but she's a professing christian and she hates the idea of serving her family at home like what would you say to that
1: I would say obey scripture.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean... I like
1: it. Yeah. I I mean, I know for both of us, the past couple years, lots of big life decisions have boiled down to just yeah, read the word what and obey say? it, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah, nothing wrong with getting a college degree, like I think you know the the knowledge I have on subjects because of my degrees is pretty cool, yeah, even though I'm well, I wouldn't say I'm not using them because I'm definitely you're a parent, so especially with them. kids, I'm <laughs> using them hardcore, yeah, um, but Yeah, nothing wrong with, like, having some diversity to your, whatever, knowledge of things, but...
0: Especially if you can do it without going into a ton of debt. That's my new thing, man, like, and and, and we've talked about this before with all our kids. I'm going to encourage them as much as I can to avoid, like, a big like liberal university or even a big Christian university yeah. and go for a, a, a more classical if, if they even want to go to college, but right. make sure they know that a perfectly valid option is to go to trade school. Yeah. Um, I, and I wish that I had gone to trade school. I regret going to college apart from meeting you and all these benefits that I got. But right. Just making sure they know that if they go to college, it, it is on them. And that is still possible in this time because there are schools that exist that are, Classical education um, that prepares students well for a variety of things and doesn't charge you a million dollars. Yeah. You know? And. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you really
1: it. only go to one of those schools. I mean, I wouldn't have known otherwise. I didn't know otherwise at that age that like. Yeah, me neither. There were other options in life me to not just go into the corporate world, you know. Um. And frankly, that that was looked down upon too. Yeah. Like going to trade school was like, oh, you're dumb. Yeah. And you you're can't dumb do somehow. anything other than work, be a mechanic. Right. You know. But I got news for you. That that's mechanic. That's so practical.
0: That mechanic is far more wise than that kid with the philosophy degree.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> practicality. Practicality is, is wisdom. great. Yeah. Um.
0: And he's making way more with no debt. Right. <laughs> so that's really cool.
1: Um. And yeah, I mean, even just that like opens up so many more opportunities too for you to like not only serve your immediate family, but your community. I mean. Yeah. Like the type of stuff we have going on at church. Everyone's always like, hey, does anyone know how to fix a broken windshield or like whatever, you know, yeah. like be useful in, in with, with your people yeah you
0: know? having a
1: um, having a biology degree isn't gonna that's not help,
0: con- that's not contributing it's not really gonna
1: <laughs> help anybody
0: <laughs> like even me having an engineering degree engineering degrees these days it does not contribute to a small community of people
1: yeah
0: um, unless you're like a professional engineer in construction but like I I don't contribute to our community with my college education what I contribute to our community is through skills that I've just had to acquire myself. Yeah. Like woodworking or, right. um, really just it's that all self-taught, stuff. <laughs> but
1: well, your battle with the sprinkler system. Yeah, I know. I'm really I good mean, with sprinkler systems
0: now because yeah. I had to fix my own. But, um, anyway, that's, that's good stuff, babe. That's awesome. Yeah. Should we continue or should we call it?
1: How long has it been going?
0: It's been going for 59 minutes, 38 seconds. We
1: can do it really, we could do it really quick, you know? Yeah, so let's We don't do have it. to go on and on about it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Go for it. We were going to talk about just, wait, what are you talking about?
1: Oh, I thought you were saying the, because you guys usually do the...
0: The final word?
1: The bit on what brought you joy.
0: Oh, yes, let's do it. Yeah. Yes. The, so uh, what brought...
1: So what? Uh. What? Uh. What really? Uh.
0: What? Uh, girded your loins. Chapped
1: loin? your lips. <laughs> what really? Uh, brought tears to your eyes.
0: What made your? Uh, what
1: really? What really
0: shook your bosom? <laughs> oh
1: my gosh, that's <laughs> not.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Um, I mean that's acceptable because I'm your wife. Yeah, but, you well, know.
0: If I said it to Stu. It would still be.
1: It would still be acceptable. Still be acceptable <laughs> let's
0: be honest. <laughs> I said it to Morgan.
1: Not acceptable.
0: Well, coming from me, she probably—you know—everyone would know it's a joke. But still not acceptable.
1: Not acceptable. Yeah. yeah not well, that's good. Not. not good. Uh. Morgan is Stu's wife, so you know yeah. that would be. So it's relevant. A, that would be uh, bad.
0: That would be not good.
1: That would be, yeah. <laughs> um, me first.
0: Yeah. Well, you want shoot!
1: To I mean, I have a beautiful baby, so.
0: Yeah, it's hard not to say oh, him.
1: He's waking up.
0: Okay, that's a cop out though. I'll, Let's do something no, no,
1: else. No, no, no! yeah, yeah. We gonna, love our son. Think of something specific. <laughs> Should it not be baby related because that's my life right well, it now?
0: What can be baby related? Okay. But don't do him. That's too easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Let's say like you know unexpected joy, right?
1: All right. Um. Hmm. Do you have one?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. I'm narrowing. I'm honing in on
1: Maybe you can edit out all this stalling.
0: Maybe I just won't.
1: You probably won't because you never edit.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: You say edit and you just add in the I commercials. Do. I do. You do? Okay.
0: Yeah. But I'm going second. Oh, shoot. I'm kidding. I can go first. Okay. Mine is walrus oil furniture butter. <laughs> okay. Wasn't even that unexpected, if I'm honest. Um, I finished. You knew
1: you would love it when I bought it. I knew I would love it. it when I
0: bought it, but I didn't know I was gonna buy it. So in that case,
1: what did you get it for? The chessboard?
0: Yeah. So I finished uh, making a beautiful chessboard out of white oak and walnut for one of my good friends, Clint, who he has an ad on this show often, the Arbor Man. Yeah. Um, and I was just racking my brain, thinking like, how should I finish this thing? And I reached out to Clint, and he said, oh, do high gloss. And I said, please, Lord, no. High gloss finishes look like garbage. And playing on a chessboard that's high gloss would be not fun. So I talked him out of that. And I sent him a few options, and he said he liked the oil finish. So I was like, OK, we got options here further. Um, But I didn't tell him any of those. And I did some research, watched some videos on YouTube. Whoa, excuse me.
1: Yikes.
0: And I narrowed in on Walrus Oil's Furniture Butter. And let me tell you, I'm never going back. It might be my favorite finish to use on like anything. Oh,
1: wow.
0: I would use it on a table. No question.
1: Is it also a protectant?
0: It does. So it's a hard wax oil. So the oil penetrates into the wood to repel you know, water and stuff oh. like that. But then it forms a hard wax layer on top to protect against abrasions and impacts. And then I just put another thin layer of cutting board wax on it because cutting board wax is very durable. And boom, we got a very durable, beautiful looking chessboard.
1: It is beautiful. It it's is. Sitting right here next to us on the table.
0: Honestly, I just stare at it. I'm really jealous of Clint for taking it. I want one. I want my own.
1: Yeah, when you have like some extra profit, you know? Yeah. You can use it to make yourself one. Yeah, I will. You need one for sure.
0: It's so cool. Not to toot my own hoot.
1: It's hefty. It's like you're not going to be moving it around. It's got to sit in like one space.
0: It's a legit piece of furniture. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, and it's big. Yeah. It's a regulation size chessboard, so it's big. But yeah, that's it for me watching it go into the grain and then letting it cure and uh, it brought me a lot of joy how about you
1: all right what would i say i mean i don't know as well if it's super unexpected but something i am loving right now is white noise soundtracks oh yes that's unexpected you know before being a parent i was like man people who use white noise like consistently for their baby that's just dumb you know (laughs) because then their kids are like reliant on white noise sure um but i love it
0: yeah. It like, makes me fall asleep. Yeah, you personally use it, And
1: I'm like, I need it. <laughs> and I put it on for him when he naps, but I'm also mostly doing it for me.
0: Well, when he naps, he can do it. Because it puts
1: it. me to sleep. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, he'll sleep through a train running through right. a nitroglycerin plant.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, he's a new baby, so he's pretty
0: much true. But But at night, yeah, we turn it on, and it's pretty much all for her. Who is that? Someone just stopped in front of our house, you guys, in a red car.
1: Is that... Oh, they're putting on a mask. Oh, maybe it's like some he's dropping off food somewhere or something.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe. Hopefully it's here.
1: No one's coming up to our door with a mask on that we know. Oh, yeah, look, they got food, right?
0: Is that like Grubhub? Is it a
1: delivery? Oh, it's Domino's. That's for the neighbors. Is that your brother? No, it's not my brother. It kind of looks like your brother. It doesn't look like my brother at all.
0: It's just from the neck up, it does.
1: <laughs> Which, he has a mask on covering... The out. eyes. So his eyes and eyebrows the and eyes. forehead. Yeah, okay. and the hat.
0: The hat backwards. Um, so is yeah, I White have? Noise, that is a great one.
1: It's pretty great. And you know, I'm not against using it.
0: No. He likes it too. Mostly because I like it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So that's it. Although I skip or I ch- I don't like any of the rain.
0: I love the rain. Ones. I
1: don't because it, it comes and it blasts on and it's so loud. Does like anything you, with water.
0: Does it make you have to pee?
1: No, it's just like abrupt and shocking. I like mm-hmm. the. I no, like it's nice. the. Like the, the true <sighs> white noise. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's, I discovered today that there's also pink noise and brown noise.
0: Brown noise sounds like poop.
1: It's probably (laughs) like (laughs) poop ASMR. (laughs) Uh, We already get that with him. He just wiggles around and farts a ton. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) that's it. All right. Word?
0: Should we do a final word? Yeah. It's gonna be a little long. A song. It's Psalm 37. I knew it. <laughs> so shout if you, out to
1: Brian. Brian Sov. Sov.
0: Brian Shampoo Sauve. He
1: just put out
0: his latest Psalm EP.
1: 37. Yeah,
0: is uh, Psalm 37 In- split into four songs. Yeah. yeah. And it is unbelievably good. His it's best work on yet.
1: Spotify. Go listen to it. You'll just replay it all day long.
0: It's on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube even. Oh. So Oh,
1: it's on YouTube, wow. Pretty
0: much anywhere you get music you can find it. It's even on Napster, he told me.
1: Is it really? Yeah.
0: That he was like, like, I it... bought the plan that just does everything. So I it feel goes like on
1: Napster, Napster is like from the nineties. It's
0: probably on LimeWire. So if you want to destroy your computer, download <laughs> LimeWire. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm just gonna read Psalm thirty seven.
1: The whole thing? Yeah.
0: It's a Psalm of David.
1: Maybe because of the time do like, the first half. It's
0: going to take, like, two minutes.
1: I'm going to time it because it's not going to okay, take Okay, time minutes. it. Time it, then. All right, Well, cause... just use your phone. Okay. <laughs> well, there's already time on this thing, so I thought yeah. I'd just...
0: All right, tell me when.
1: All right, uh, for it.
0: Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at his place, he won't be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose way is upright. Their sword shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is the little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will remain forever. They are not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine they have abundance. But the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I have been young, and now I am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread? He is ever lending generously, and his children become a blessing. Turn away from evil and do good, so shall you dwell forever. For the Lord loves justice, he will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart, his steps do not slip. The wicked watches for the righteous and seeks to put him to death. The Lord will not abandon him to his power, or let him be condemned when he is brought to trial. For the Lord... Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. You will look on the wicked you will look on when the wicked are cut off. I've seen a wicked, ruthless man spreading himself like a green laurel tree, but he passed away, and behold he was no more. Though I sought him, he could not be found. Mark the blameless and behold the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. But transgressors shall be altogether destroyed, but the future of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord, for he's their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him.
1: 308. Oh, 308. I honestly didn't even listen to that because I was so focused on the timer. That's good,
0: babe. That's really good. Should I just do it again? (laughs) Well, hey, thank you guys for joining us for a little bit of a different vibe this episode. Hope y'all enjoyed getting to meet my wife.
1: Not as funny as Stu. Not as entertaining. I think you're funnier than Stu.
0: That's why I married you. It was between you and Stu. Right. Wow. But uh, love you guys, and we'll see you next time. You want to send us out? Bye. No, you got to say the phrase, babe. Our catchphrase.
1: Sure. Wow. I was like, what do you want me to do? Wow. <laughs> uh,
0: this is really embarrassing. I'm
1: blanking this on is the exact words.
0: Me. All right, I'll say it. Well,
1: slay dragons. No. Something like that. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she has listened to all of our episodes. Uh, tell me
1: some slack. I've been a little busy
0: yeah for like a month
1: being pregnant and birthing <laughs> your son
0: all right guys uh on behalf of ally crush serpents with a smile oh, wow yeah
1: that's right and it's
0: yeah
1: it's been a while since <laughs> i've listened to it so.
0: and we'll see you guys next time bye bye <laughs>